Hey, everybody out in podcast land, it's David coming at you with a brand new podcast. Well, it is a beautiful day today. It is Thursday, November 10th, the year 2022, the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's about 1243 p.m. in the afternoon, and I'm telling you what, it is beautiful out here. I I don't know the temperature, but I'm saying it's got to be in the 70s today. I'm looking at all the trees, and they are very bare. I told uh, the girls and my wife and son the other day as we were traveling around looking at the different colors in the trees to take them all in because before you know it, they're going to be bare. And within a day or two with the big gust of winds and the windstorms we had in Michigan, they blew these trees empty. Very few leaves are left on the trees, so you can't enjoy that. But the interesting thing is if you look around, there's still beauty. Um, Like I have flowers I planted. There's marigolds. There's um, geraniums and just other little little kind of plants all around that if you look around, you can see beauty. You just have to look. Sometimes it's harder in the fall, at the end of fall, just before winter, but it's there. And if you want to see the real beauty, as everything is cleared out on the ground, cleared out in the trees, at nighttime, if you walk out on your porch and you look up in the sky, that black, black, dark sky is lit up with little lights all over, a beautiful moon, and beautiful stars and beautiful planets to look at up there i'm telling you what it just takes your breath away i love it i love the cold crisp air at night when i go out and look at the sky and every time i walk out and i let the dogs out and i look up and i just give god thanks i say man thank you lord i know you're the creator of all this i am so thankful and i just give you praise no one could ever do what you do and i just praise him i build him up in praise not like he needs it but he created us to do that folks that's our job So as we do that, we do build him up. We do lift him up. We do praise him like that. And he enjoys it. So, without further ado, I want to dive right into my subject matter for the day. I've been thinking about this for a few days. And I want to kind of change gears on my podcast. I've been hitting it and getting it over the last few months. Kind of getting through the summer and uh, through the fall. With just some heavy, hot stuff. And I don't apologize for it. I feel unction under it. And I know it's been hitting on all cylinders. And I don't know how well it's received. But I have a pretty good audience still. I still have listeners. I still have supporters. And they're still out there listening. And I'm so thankful. So that means we still have a job to do. But today I really believe it's something different for you folks. And if I were to title it. I would call it. When God Answers. When God Answers. So, here we go. Job 38. Okay, Job 38 says this. And I'm not going to read out of the King James. This is going to be my Revised Standard Version. It's one of my favorite. It's my first Bible I got. It's one of my favorite ones to read out of. And I have my King James right underneath it. It's right underneath it in case I need it. But I just love this Bible. And if you don't have one, you should grab one. It's one. It's very easy for reading. And it's something that you would just be blessed with. I'm telling you, God will bless you through it. So, Job chapter 38. Now, let me lead you up to this before we read. Job is in the trial of his life. We have made it to chapter 38 in Job now. And if you don't understand the book of Job, why don't you just try to read it and see what happens. The very first book, right off the get-go, Job's trials start. And if that's the first chapter... By 38, he is hot and heavy in the trials. 
I'm telling you what, most of us wouldn't make it past chapter one and in the life of what Job had to go through. And here we are in chapter 38, and God finally speaks to him. Now, up until this point, God has been silent except for the deal that he made with Satan, the little bargain he did behind the scenes that Job had no clue of. And just like us sometimes in the spiritual realm, we have no clue what's going on in the spiritual realm behind our backs. And behind Job's back, Satan came and provoked God to tempt Job, to be a thorn in Job's side, to cause Job trouble. And so Jesus stepped back and said, go ahead, Satan, have your way with Job. And I hope that never, never happens to any of us where God steps back and says to Satan, go ahead, have your way with this person. It's just not going to be pretty. It's not going to be fun. And I don't wish it upon nobody because Satan is an adversary. He's not like an imp. He's not like a spirit. He's not like these little babies that some of us deal with. He's the real deal. And when he shows up in your life, he comes to wreck it. And he doesn't want to leave until he does that job. And he's very, very good at it because he's been doing it since the very beginning. And he's a very good home wrecker. So if your home is starting to be destroyed, just know that Satan's probably visiting it. Let's get into this. Job chapter 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Remember, when, when God answers, that's the title. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up your loins like a man. I will question you, and you shall declare to me. Where were you... When I laid the foundations of the earth, question mark. Now, I'm going to stop there before we go any further. God is answering. He tells Job to straighten up, stand before him like a man. And he's getting ready to ask Job some questions right off the get-go. And I'm telling you what, these questions are unanswerable by a man in the position Job is in. And the time, time zone and the time level through history where Job is none of these things were even contemplated on and here God is going to throw him some mega mega left hooks he doesn't even see it coming and now you got to remember now that ain't like Job sitting there and he's in a college all nice and happy with his belly full of food and smiling ready to take these questions he's suffering he's got boils on him they scratch him with, with, with glass in a fire pit He's got sickness. He lost his kids and, and he lost his animals. He lost his wealth. He lost his homes. His wife turned on him. Problem after problem, just nonstop bad things have happened. His friends have come to encourage him, but instead of encourage, it seems like they came and just became a thorn in his flesh, like a lot of times they do in our lives. But here he is standing there in this situation. He's in very much pain and sorrow. Satan has ravished his life. And now God's going to ask him these questions now. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together, all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut up the sea with the doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band? and prescribed bonds, bounds for it, and set bars and doors, and said, Thus far you shall come, and no further, and here shall you proud waves be stayed. Have you commanded the morning since your days began, and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the skirts of the earth, and the wicked be shaken out of it? It is changed like clay under the sea, and it is 
died like a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, and their uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the gates of deep darkness? Have you comprehended the expanse of the earth? Declare it if you know all this. Where is the way to the dwelling of light? And where is the place of darkness? That you may take it to its territory, and that you may discern the path to its home. You know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is great. Have you entered in the storehouses of the snow? Or have you seen the storehouses of the hail, which I have reserved for the time of trouble? For the day of battle and war? What is the way to the place where the light is distributed? Or where the east wind is scattered upon the earth? Who has cleft a channel for the torrents of rain, and a way for the thunderbolt to bring rain on a land where no man is, on the desert in which there is no man, to satisfy the waste and the desolate land, and to make the ground put forth grass? Has the rain a father? Or who has begotten the drops of dew? From whose womb did the ice come forth? And who has given birth to the hoarfrost of heaven? The waters become hard like stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the chain of Pleiades, or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth Mesroth in their season? Or can you guide the bear with its children? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you establish their rule on the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds, that a flood of waters may cover you? Can you send forth lightning that they may go, and say to you, Here we are. Who has put wisdom in the clouds, or given understanding to the midst? To the mist? Who can number the clouds by wisdom, or who can tilt the water skins of the heavens? When the dust runs into a mass, and the clouds cleave fast together, can you hunt the prey for the lion? or satisfy the appetite of the young lions? When they crouch in their dens or lie in their weight in the covert, who provides for the raven its prey when its young ones cry mm -hmm. to God and wander about for lack of food? Now this is what some of the things God starts talking to Job in chapter 38. Now when he starts in third, verse 31, can you bind the chains of Pleiades and loose the cords of Orion? And he's talking about that in heavens. He's talking about the constellations. He went big time on Job now. He, he went from the earth and said, okay, Job, let's say that you can answer any of these first questions I sent you. How about we go into space? Can you cause any of the constellations to move? Can you control any of them? Now, I'm telling you what, that's impossible for man. We will never get there. That's never going to be in a man's sight. To be able to control the constellations, do you ever think about that? And here God is saying, I have them in my control. I have that. I can do that. I, everything I'm asking you, I do it. And you, it's impossible for you, but it's not impossible for me. And you're going to stand here and question me, Job? Remember, the title of this is When God Answers. Do you guys even know what's going to happen when God answers you? Do you even understand the format of your question to God? Like many of us pray, many of us talk to God, and God is, I'm sure, very used to immature prayers and naive prayers and and prayers that are just out of season out of sync like many of us pray i'm telling you what some of the greatest seasoned christians are out of season in god most of the time our greatest human on earth 
can't answer none of these questions here. They can't control any of these things that we that God answered. Ask Job. And he's asking Job, I'm telling you what, Job in the history of man is one of the greatest. He stands in not Mike Tyson, not a sports hero. I'm telling you what, the sports heroes don't even match up to some of the Bible heroes. Them football stars that do the quarterbacks and all the other stuff, the running backs, the greatest that they run, the greatest that they do, don't even match up to the greatest that is in the Bible. And Job's one of the greatest. Not just in the Bible for human humanity. The things that he has done for humanity. He stood against Satan in the lowest point of his life to become a righteous man before God. A man that was tested and he's known for never cursing God. How many of you would go through any of these trials and curse God just to be over with? How many of you have already cursed God? How many of you in your lifestyles have already backslidden because you're not waiting on God no more? And here Job stands the test of time. And not only takes the test and trials, but he also gets humiliated by God's questioning. Not any old judge, the judge. And the reason for this is not to dampen any of us or to put any of us down. It's when God answers. See, are you prepared when God answers, when he shows up? See, Job said it. He kept calling on God, show up, and I would stand before you, and I would ask you, and I would do this, and I would declare this. Because Job was wise. He had wise friends. And he thought he had a great argument because of what, is, what he was going through. But when God showed up, he says, gird up. I'm going to start questioning. I'm going to talk to you as a man. And he starts to do it. And before we get too much further in our reading here, Job's going to repent. Right off the get-go, he'll apologize. The smartest thing anyone could do. Even in our plights, if God were to show up and start to talk to you, the best thing to do is put your hand over your mouth and say, God, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. Because he knows what's best for us. And he knows what's best for you. And he's got a plan. He's got a plan. Now he wants to see what you're doing. He's watching everyone right now. He's watching the whole world. We're in a great time in the Bible that it talks about. The great falling away, the, the great trial, the great tribulation, the great everything on the earth right now. It's here. And I'm watching people fail at things they should be exceeding at. I'm watching people make choices when they shouldn't. The choices should be so clear to their eyes but yet they're they're blinded they're blinded 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 and they justify sin at the same time calling something else sin or saying i wouldn't stand for this thing or this person because did you know what they did and the very thing that they're standing for is more more of a sin more of a worse uh stench in god's nostril and they don't even see it that's what happens when god says before you take something out of somebody else's eye Clean out your own eyes. That's what we have to do, folks. Worry about ourselves. Clean up our own acts. Work on ourselves. And be prepared because God's going to speak to you. And not the way that you think. It's not going to be the way that you've been told over the years and the way that you expect. It's going to come in a way you didn't expect. It's going to come in a way that you don't even know. Why? Because it's God we're talking about. We're not talking about man. We're not talking about an angel. We're talking about God. And when God shows up, it's going to be marvelous. It's going to be great. 
God's going to be amazing in our lives when he shows up and speaks to us, when he does things for us, when he finally says, listen, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've done good. I've watched you. You've suffered. You've stuck through it. You have not backed up, backed up from the calling. You've went forth with a little bit you had. You might have only had a little bit of fish, a little bit of loaves of bread, but look what you did with it. You might have only had one fishing boat, Peter, but look at what we did. We traveled across the different lakes, and we traveled from this sea over to that end, and we went over to here. You might have only had a little bit to offer God. You might have only had one, one thing in your life that you were able to use for God. But I'm telling you what, you're blessed, and that's going to be greatly blessed. Just like the people out there listening today. And I hope this is a great blessing. I know if you ponder on it, you... You sit and think on it, you pray on it, meditate on it, and God's going to bless you marvelously. I love you all. I thank you all. And with that, God bless. Hey, have you ever heard of MyPillow? I'm sure you have. It's on all the commercials that you can see on TV. Well, I'm a user of MyPillow. I used to have migraines, real bad neck aches, but MyPillow helped me in such a way that I don't get migraines and I have to use MyPillow every time I go to bed. I even take it when I go on a trip. My wife and I have to have our pillows, the MyPillow with us wherever we go. You can get the MyPillow too by going to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is a Christian. He's a good man. And he produced a very good product. I am advertising MyPillow for free for him. And if I were you, I would buy a MyPillow. I'm doing it because I know it works. It's a great product. And it'll be a great blessing to you and to whoever you buy it from. God bless and go to MyPillow.com and order MyPillow or wherever you go and you see a MyPillow, buy the MyPillow and watch. You will be blessed.